If you like Spelt Lore and you want Spelt more of it, go to patreon.com slash speltlore for exclusive bonus content, bonus games, exclusive merchandise, and more. Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields his spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round friends and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello everybody and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your game master Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always playing Tacoma Dome the Barbarian of Dual Aziz. Hello everybody. Playing Ving the Half-Elf Druid Paul Oppers. Hello there. Playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief Jessica Ty. Hi everyone. When last we left our heroes. They uh, arrived at the trek stop deep in the ice road route of the frozen north after finding, thanks to the help of Pantera, the uh, <laughs> blood debt owing uh, snow leopard, mm-hmm. a wanted poster featuring our dear friend Ving. It looks nothing like a me. very offensive rendition that makes him look like an absolute beast, uh, but still noticeably Ving. Uh determined nonetheless to take refuge at this trek stop they disguised ving as an ice road trekker shaving his head and using the hair to give him a handlebar mustache i think (laughs) handlebar mustache and a mullet and a mullet under a hat yeah was there chops coming out of nowhere i mean we could just say that now there's chops coming out of nowhere (laughs) yeah like not connected to the mullet like there's it's shaved between the top of the mullet and the chops yeah and then the chops and then a mustache Awful. Not one unified hairstyle <laughs> on the entire head. <laughs> they went to the diner in the truck stop featuring all day breakfast and took a spot in a booth to plan their next move, meeting aggressive yet not realizing it's off-putting diner waitress Becky. She was just reading the game. Like she just got a copy of the game. Yeah. And yeah. she saw Tuck and was like, I'm going to neg the shit out of this guy. Yeah. He's going to find me irresistible. Yeah, my feelings are for sure hurt by yeah. everything she said. Dual's <laughs> <laughs> feelings are hurt. Cops came into the diner, took notice of the party sitting at their booth. Tuck I, accidentally I, drew the attention of one of them. I think we we're so excited about all day breakfast, we forgot we went there to make a plan. Yeah, yeah. that might have been it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we later on learned that Billy and or Jessica misunderstood all day breakfast yeah. to mean all you can eat breakfast <laughs> absolutely i misunderstood personally <laughs> very reasonable yeah ordering basically 15 times the amount of food of anyone else at the table tuck drew the attention of one of the cops who came over and asked what was going on what your business was and then uh they both left tuck talked to a woman at the bar trying to get an idea of your your plan i remember now was in an attempt to learn more about Adernak Allwater, was to just ask any one person you saw that yeah. looked like they might be intelligent. So she was reading, so we're like, this person definitely knows about wizards. <laughs> she knows really about our quest specifically. Bothered a bunch of nerds that day. Yeah. Tuck approached her and scared her off, accidentally losing the weather book that he brought with him to seem smart as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Billy snuck out after her. Yes. And saw that she was informing the cops, preparing to enter the diner and apprehend you all. Billy returned to the table and told everybody what was going on. And they made a plan to escape out the back door. Thanks to the help of Billy's new friend, diner cook and former inmate, uh, Oleg, <laughs> who bestowed upon Billy a vial of his mother's prized cinnamon. I'm going to miss Oleg. I mean, maybe we'll see him again someday. I hope so. Mm-hmm. He's going to come back in the end game. The, yeah. fi- the final battle. <laughs> oh, I knew it. <laughs> On your left. <laughs> <laughs> I actually need that cinnamon back. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay, Oleg, go now. This huge guy, he can really help us out. Uh, and at that moment, the cops stormed the place, 
Ving threw a jar full of gunpowder into a fireplace, creating mm-hmm. a, a smoke bomb <laughs> of magnificent proportions. Uh, you escaped out the back, Oleg throwing you into the back of a moving ice trek that was on its way out the door, and you all escaped, Ving calling the storm around you to pick up speed and also obscure your trail, receiving, thanks to his connection to the spiritual realm and the elements, a vision of a great battle taking place in the skies high, high above Cloud Piercer, the Thunderbird, nearby and in pain. And that is where we find our heroes now. Does Ving do anything immediately about the vision? He yells out, Cloud Piercer! What? I stick my head out the window. The clouds have kind of come in, so you can't really see much. Yeah, it's windy. Do I see lightning? Do I hear thunder? Yes, you hear thunder. (gasps) Ooh. The wind. In what direction? The sky. Which way? Are we heading? I do mean it in that it is above. Like, it seems like it's rolling out from everywhere. Whoa. Oh, my God. Is there, like, weather above us that looks, like, stormy at all? Ving kind of called up a storm to obscure you. So you are, It's it was pretty snowy and blustery already, and now it's even more so. And the truck is rumbling as you're pulling out onto the ice road. There are dogs as far as the eye can see back here. Uh, the, the the dog team has been pulled in because it was already pretty windy and they're just like <laughs> Aww. Hello, friend I am Ving Hi <laughs> I'm your friend and he holds oh, out his little oh, paw What a good boy <laughs> Welcome to the truck, my name's Balto <laughs> I guess I'm kind of the leader around here That's great, anything we can do for you? Do you guys need anything from us? You can just pet me, scratch my head. You got it, Balto. (laughs) Oh, yeah, this is great. Hey, guys, we got some friends back here. And you're like, oh, oh my God, hi, what's going on? Just a pile of dogs now. (laughs) They're all over me, licking my face and stuff. Mm -hmm. This is great. Perel's kind of like standing up. He's got his hand out and he's like lifting up one leg as a dog gets closer oh, to him. He's scared. Hi, hello. <laughs> Prell, do you not like dogs? No, I like them fine. There's just this these ones are big. That's you just stay down there, buddy. Stay down there. And then tucks on the ground and he's like underneath one that's huge <laughs> and he's scratching it on either side. He's like, "Just scratch them like this and they'll be fine." <laughs> no, that's fine. It's okay. You can just stay back a little bit. Uh, and uh, Maggie is sitting on the ground and she's got one laying across her lap. Ving and Baltor are laughing their butts off. Oh, so and I rolled in it, and it turned out it was my own shit. Oh man, classic! Uh, oh, unless classic. you know, that's what happens out here oh. on the ice road. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, you're a good boy. What's the driver's name? Oh, uh, uh, he's never told me his name. Gotcha. <laughs> no clue. Dog only knows its own name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Dog knows Balto. Other dogs. Yeah. And then food person. Food guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he thinks the guy's name is Kamir Boy. Oh. <laughs> Wait, do can you ask him where we're going? Yeah, where are we going? Where's this truck headed? Oh, we're going to um uh the big the big play the place with all the you know what they're called? There's all the people. The city? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be a while, but that's where we're going eventually. Is there is there buildings made of ice? I was thinking about this earlier. Yeah. We don't know anything about the frozen north. Culturally. We're going to she- Sheer City? So we're going to Sheer City or okay. Old Sheer. Probably Sheer City. Sheer if it's city. a city, yeah. But we don't know anything about the culture. We don't know what the government's like. Yeah. Is the frozen north like attached oh. to the principalities? Is it separate from the principal? I assume it's separate. Me too. But I don't know. Is it city states? Is there a full, is there mm. nationhood up here? There seems to be nationhood, doesn't there? Yeah. So Sheer City sounds like it's probably, if not the capital, a big city. It's a pretty it's big city, on right? the coast. Yeah. Can we do a thing where we each say a thing that our characters have heard about Sheer City? I would love that. Starting with... What we know about it so far yeah, that's is... That's what I want to know. Is that Old Sheer was the first city or settlement mm-hmm. when people came over from Hibernia, I think. And some of them settled there. And it was like one of the first communities on this continent theoretically yeah that makes sense it was probably maybe not on the continent but definitely in the north yeah it was one of the bigger because we don't know anything about really about the indigenous people of the continent you're right you know what i mean so like how long have people been here are these the people that were here like originally like well what do we know of the winter war like what were the people that were there because it was the people from the elves and fairies that's who took 
part in the Winter War were the elves, the dark elves, and the fairies. And it feels like a lot of people got pulled into it. I think so too. I was thinking of like how the North, like Sheer City had a lot of military ground because of its advantage from the shore. And they're also mm. trying to secure passages to other parts of the country. So it mm. is like in a Northwest Passage sort of thing. Yeah. How a lot of the Arctic, our Arctic, has been settled by military. And that's a lot of the infrastructure right. there is based on some sort of militant occupation or so maybe it's a hangovers from the winter war or other wars like the, there's right. a bit of a colonial a military uh, establishment here okay yeah we yeah. we did establish that old shear was like kind of just like end of the rotors mm-hmm. and then the government reestablished the city further south in a mm-hmm. place that is the navy could <laughs> like in a bay kind of that the navy could like live in and then it kind of became a military town sort of like victoria and is that oh. she- that's sheer city that's then? sheer city that yeah. makes a lot of sense and actually old shear is the or- some of the original ones yeah 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 which would make sense like the way you described it originally like their little houses and stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think a lot old shear we said was a lot of people who refused to move to sheer city yeah mm-hmm. like right. they're anti-established so it ended up being anti-war very- probably oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay so this is this see this is giving me a picture of what the north is like it sounds yeah. like it's a very militant place yeah like it's a it's a country that is like we have a powerful navy mm-hmm. and we control the upper part of the world but i like the thought that this military culture doesn't get through the forest you know what i mean like it doesn't oh, really totally, affect yeah. the elves at mm-hmm. all yeah. the elves are more powerful than that mm-hmm. so the the great forest and the boreal reach is its own kingdom and territory yeah, right? oh, yeah definitely yeah. and then frozen north is separate from it yeah 100%. yeah that's kind of cool like sheer city is ma- the hub of like the military mm-hmm. yeah then the, the, there's like all that frozen area that's sort of like no man's land. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. Is it kind of like Alaska then? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. So it's like maybe it is an outpost of the principalities. principalities? Maybe, but maybe That's they seceded. Yeah. So yeah. like it was originally a territory yes. of the principalities and then they declared mm-hmm. independence. So cool. And there was wars. Yeah. And that's why they have such a strong military. Mm. What makes their, mili- their navy especially so potent? Uh, their ability to travel and, and like navigate the ice fields and yeah. bergs and everything. Cool. I like it. They uh, have ships that are like, they can like camouflage with the ice mm-hmm. sort of cool. thing. They hide out. They can go further north than anyone because they have like icebreaker ships. I was just yeah. thinking icebreakers. Yeah. They probably mm-hmm. have some sort of thing in the front. Very cool. And they can maybe sometimes go up, like if it's a huge glacier field, they can like they get up on skis or like, oh, like you know, amphibious? We have a lot of, yeah yeah they're slightly amphibious because you can put them up cool pull them across they grew out of the winter war a little bit that would make sense yeah that, that, like yeah. The, some of their their weapons were yeah used like the you know uh you know military breeds yeah necessity sort of thing mm-hmm. i was thinking that about the ship breakers that it was like an engine on the front of it that was powered by magic and there was a maybe there was a ton of advancement yeah there was a t- oh. ton of advancement and then that like that really makes sense about we're talking about how magic is used, whereas the spirit energy is about taking part of. Yeah, totally. So in the absence of magic, they were probably forced to industrialize, basically, like find ways to replace that energy. Yeah. Oh, like you mean after the wizards left? Yeah. Because Exodus. part of their like military industry was powered by magical yeah. artifacts. The mechanism era. I'm imagining yeah. like, you know, like cold, snowy, icy cities, but with like belching smokestacks and right slamming machines and that kind of stuff rocks covered in ice yeah things covered in ice like ice is mortar oh interesting and like some of the old old buildings that makes sense permafrost buildings using like water as like the heat source you know like because there's magic in it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's easy to you know use magic to heat the water Mm -hmm. and just use like steam power and stuff like that oh that would be so cool Mm -hmm. as like one of the discoveries that they made during the war where they were like like a wizard is just like there's magic in all the water yeah and if you like attach these like contexts to it and run a specific current or something the water will just start generating heat on its Mm. own yeah so maybe this was a big place for like regular people non-wizards figuring out how to utilize magic for advancements yeah like after the wizards left maybe this is where like the all, all the arcanics 
like came from they have active industry i guess so maybe not on a massive scale because yeah. perel was very surprised to learn that the guy with the goggles what if could they do were it? like secret i think that's yeah. what i think I it like is that. yeah because they can't be they above can't be. they can't be above ground so yeah. it's a secret no you can't because like i mean the whole principality is like fuck no magic yeah. and then mm. probably old sheer or not old sheer but sheer city is probably you know they probably just don't want to like tick them off like mm. they have military folks. i like that mm. some arcanic magic wiz like amazing old wizard type people live in old sheer that's part mm -hmm. of it too probably mm -hmm. maybe that's why they succeed it because mm. the oh. exodus was happening and then people the exodus happened and the people cracked down right. on on magic uh. and then they were just like we still have a bunch of magic yeah. users here <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. we need to secede yeah. and kind of erase because it's like they're so isolated, so mm -hmm. people don't really know what's happening yeah. up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't even question, they don't ask, they yeah. don't go up there. Because they're also scary, they're militarized, they're like America, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so we have a better idea of what the North is about. Mm -hmm. Weird, isolationist, magical mechanics. Yeah. Secretive, kind of advanced mm -hmm. machinery, electric lights, probably. Yeah. Well, either way, you're in the back of a truck. With a bunch of dogs. With a bunch of dogs. How can we find out who the driver is? Can we see this person? Uh, I mean, Billy could always try and crawl through to the front if yeah, he wanted I to. Do. So at the back, there's like, um, that's where all the cargo is. Yeah. And then it goes up to like a hatch, basically, that the driver can pop open to mm -hmm. like see how his dogs are doing. I just want to see, get a glimpse of this driver. Yeah. So I'm going to roll. Uh, I guess to uh, certain realities. Yeah. Does it go dogs, cabin, cab? I mean, it kind of goes like dogs, cargo, and then cabin, and then driver. <laughs> oh, so you have to climb back there. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to actually climb th like through the back of the truck, like the oh. cargo, into the cabin to see this guy. Is it, Am I risking falling into the ice? Uh, uh, just roll it. <laughs> Two D6 plus wisdom. Jump in. Yeah, nine. Nine. So you get one question off the list. I would like to know... What here is useful or valuable to me? Yeah, you pop open the little hatch in the cargo area, and then you hop over to the little sill of the hatch in the back of the cabin. Open that up, and uh, there's music playing on a music bottle. Oh, nice! <laughs> it's just what kind like, of music is it? It sounds like the fantasy version of like Creedence Clearwater Revival. Like it's like <laughs> I feel a bare moon rising. So Pete Seeger solo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just like dad music. Yeah. This is how you remind me of what I really <laughs> yeah. am. All right, no, change my mind. It's okay. it's newer dad music. Uh, nice. Yeah, vindicated. I'm selfish. Okay, we're going. We're going even younger. Oh, so no, I'm. Uh, this is just how many songs I've been like vibing out for. Yeah, somebody I used to know. Yeah. So he's listening to Sirius XM Alt 18 yeah. Countdown. Billy's been sitting back there for like 30 minutes spying, yeah. and he's just like, "This is crazy." Got a great taste of music. Yeah. So tell me about this driver. Are we are we thinking like older drinking whiskey out of a flask, gruff dude? Are we talking young slamming monster energy drinks? Oh. Trying to pay for school, writing a novel, a series <laughs> of novels, <laughs> series of novels. I really like older, but we haven't had like a young sort of driver. Mm -hmm. They've all been kind of gruff dads. So I kind of want to go for the younger dude who's like in his like early twenties, mm -hmm. slamming energy drinks. Yeah. Probably recently broke up with someone, which is why he's listening to like <laughs> or, basically Nickelback and stuff like that. Or he's about to break up oh, with someone. About, who knows? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. he's trying to break up with he's the person. Like, with, no, well, you know, he's trying to run through all the scenarios. You can't take this anymore, man. Like you can't, you can't just start keep walking all over you. Like you gotta get in there and you gotta say no more. Yeah. Also, I'm on the ice road like six weeks out of the. Two, two months why did i do it like that it's so hard because when i get home i need to break up with him but i'm so horny so and we have sex and then, and then I, I like I'm, her again and then i'm gone i i have i don't have time to hate her no actually you know what like they they have a weird up and down relationship and mm -hmm. his six weeks on the road is him working through all of their arguments together until he and like working on himself and then he gets home and he's like i love you i love you bed i'm sorry Said that. That's <laughs> he great. Has, he has a crate full of uh, <laughs> like like therapy bottles yeah. or like self help yes. bottles. Yeah. Um. He also eats like 
tons of chips mm-hmm. from the restaurant Oleg works at. Uh-huh. He also goes like he and Oleg are friends and he asks Oleg for a ton of relationship advice. And Oleg, he actually got certified as a counselor in prison. Yeah. So he's like <laughs> actually true. really nice to talk yeah. to. That's great. Yeah. Because he's had a string of terrible relationships. So he's like, yeah, maybe I can help other if I cannot help Oleg. Is not toxic masculinity to uh, do therapy and cry. It's very good. Yes. And yeah, so he's there's this kid. He's sitting up there, early 20s. What does he look like? He's so buff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, lay out how attractive you think this guy is. I know, I'm sorry. No, this is my fault. Okay, he has to lift all the cargo. Like, he can't afford to, like, hire another guy just to sit back there. So he's got to unload and load up all the cargo himself. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he's got to, like, if there's big chunks of ice on the road, he's got to, like, like, push that off and, Mm -hmm. and cut up a bunch of stuff with an axe i don't know yeah, what yeah people totally. do up in the I north with a big pick <laughs> yeah seems sticking a pick yeah. in uh-huh. and like dragon he looks like uh what's that character from frozen Kristoff. oh yeah the, um <laughs> the elk guy the yeah, caribou the elk guy. guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so he's Makes blonde sense. he's pretty like thick guy yeah he's a thick boy big yeah. Furs. yeah so nice. he's, hum- he's a human Cool, yeah. So he's just sitting there. He's slamming chips. Yeah. Crushing energy drinks, which I mean, Billy would notice this. He's drinking out of carbonated cans. Like he's popping a tab on a carbonated Whoa. can. Whoa. Arcanics. Yeah. And drinking it. And I've he's never just seen like that. fucking rocking out to his music bottle, thinking about the fantasy novels that he's working on. Uh, <laughs> Which are set in our world. <laughs> All right. Six friends live in New York City. So, that, so okay. And so Daniel, is go, he's got his boss asks if he could talk to him. And Daniel's like, oh, no, now it's going to happen. I'm going to get fired for sure. Uh, his friend got it through. He's like, man, you got to stop making up these ridiculous sounding names. New York City. Are you kidding me? Daniel. What the fuck even is a graphic designer, dude? Yeah, you can't just make shit up. It's not believable. So is Billy just going to report back or is he going to try and talk to this guy? I think I'd like to talk. Wait, what would what should I do? I thought Billy- second one for sure. For sure? Okay, I'll try to talk to him. <laughs> I think you're going to try like- and take some of his chips. Oh, it's not a bad idea. I think this is why Billy's been up there for so long because he doesn't know how to introduce all of us. He's like, should, it- should we all come up here? He's like, no, that might scare him. He's taking so much responsibility because yeah. <laughs> we were just like, go check out what's going on and then yeah. come back. But we didn't tell you to come back. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm stressing out. I'm like... But if it's just me and I disappear, mm-hmm. there's going to be no one left to tell them what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like once yeah. Billy saw this guy, he would be like, okay, I'm not in danger at all. He doesn't know. True. But probably. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking all around the cab for his like hidden weapons. Yeah, Maybe exactly. he's a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> like stickers, he sees like, the, I- the ice pick and stuff yeah. like that and the axes. In his rearview mirror, it's like, <laughs> yeah. be a better person. Like, right. <laughs> he's <laughs> affirmations there's, written everywhere. There's a lot of like conflicting information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the most important thing is that bag of Doritos. Oh, absolutely. He's got so many bags of Doritos. I lo- Cold ranch. I love the idea of the conflicting information. Billy looking around the cab, cut to a pickaxe with yeah. a wicked blade. Cut to be a better person on the mirror. Cut to angry music. Cut to self-help bottle. Yeah. yeah. Cut to the axe and then bloody meat. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's for he, later. Yeah. It's for the dogs. It's yeah, he's cutting up like raw meat for the dogs in the back. Yeah, and he's like, "Ooh." <laughs> <laughs> I cut to the chips. Yeah. So Billy's like, "I'm going to go for the food first mm-hmm. because um at worst if I get kicked out, at least I ate something." Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> at least I have two chips worth of calories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I like to secretly get to the open bag of chips yeah 2d6 plus dexterity okay. and it's a crinkly fucking bag. it's so crinkly oh my god eight okay it is a crinkly bag it's very billy's crinkly. seen a crinkly bag before so he knows <laughs> that if he goes for these chips the guy's going to become aware of you right away you can either avoid his attention by not stealing a chip but if you steal a chip he is going to become aware of you fuck okay i mean do you have a fairy child you could always charm him for a while. I don't want to charm him. I no. want to be my authentic self. Uh-huh. You were about to charm him, then you saw an uh, aphorism written on an air freshener that said, be your authentic self. Yeah. <laughs> he, Billy's been sitting here for long enough that he transitioned to the bottles, and he's like uh-huh. listening to all this therapy now, like, yeah, I should just be the real me. So I, I've already crawled into, like, the driver part of the cabin. So you're sitting next to him, yeah, and he, he doesn't... Yeah, he hasn't seen me yet. <laughs> I'm looking at the chips, I'm like, he's gonna, he's gonna hear me. So I just ask, 
Excuse me. Immediately starts tailing in the back. Cut to the back yeah. and the we're back. bouncing. Dogs. Dogs everywhere. Being bouncing. Oh my god. <laughs> and you, got, you guys get slammed around. Yeah. The, the car goes secure so it doesn't move. <laughs> There's definitely food up there, I say to Doug. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying this to me as I'm being dragged uh, out the back because I fell and grabbed a net. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, Maggie has her arms and legs braced and her core absolutely solid <laughs> flexed, not moving. I didn't grab a net. I grabbed her cloak. <laughs> I have a huge armful. I have five, six giant dogs. <laughs> yeah. You're saving everyone. the dogs? I'm keeping them in the middle because they're bouncing around. And Perel is slamming around like a foosball. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your own. Oh my ping, god. Ping, ping, ping. Uh, and eventually the truck comes to a screeching, well I mean it's a ski, but it comes to a, a, a skiing halt. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy starts opening the door and crawling out. He's no, like, what the fuck? Who no, are you? Wait. Oh my God. How'd you get in here? Oleg let us up. Oleg. How do I know that you did not take the life of my dear Oleg? Um, look at this bottle of cinnamon that Oleg <gasps> gave to me. Uh, from his, by his, his own decision making. Fear not young boy. I know that if you bear the cinnamon, and then he, he reaches into his shirt and pulls out another vial of cinnamon. This is great. It means that I can trust you because Oleg trusts you with his cinnamon. And then they touch and yeah. it makes a heart. <laughs> it makes like, a ringing crystal. Yeah. Wow. So we are brothers for life. We are cinnamon bros. Also, yeah. I like the Billy's like, I thought I had the only cinnamon. Yeah, he's a little like. <laughs> so we're cinnamon bros then. Yeah. Yeah, Oleg said you could give us a ride up to the, the north. To Shoe City? Yep. All right, that's fine. Okay, so just to be clear, it's not just me. I have a few friends in the back. Ugh. No, we're keeping the dogs entertained. Okay. Um, it's my friends Ving and Tuck and Perel and Maggie. <laughs> For any more people back there I should be aware of? Are there any more people? No, that's it. I, <laughs> there my- are only four. Four to five of us. I gotta say, I'm not super jacked about this because I, you might not know the ice road's a dangerous place. I gotta be really careful with my poundage. For sure. Uh, all right, fine. But if we cross a bridge, you all gotta get out. Aww. <laughs> no, but then you can get back in on the other side of the bridge, probably. Okay. It is a treacherous road, my bro. I've heard. And it is uh, two days, probably, to Sheer City on a good day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you can tell, we don't have a soundscape in this podcast, but it's windy as fuck right now. For sure. Oh yeah, it's really blustery out there. Yeah, so he hops back in, he closes the door, blocks out the wind. I'm Trevor, my bros call me Trev. Nice to meet you, Trevor. No, 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 no. And he holds up the cinnamon. (laughs) You call me Trev. Trev. (laughs) Nice. My name's Fat Billy, but my bros call me Billy. (laughs) Nice. I will call you Billy then. Yeah. You're welcome to sit up here with me if you want, or go back there. Do you need anything from me? Yeah, could I have a handful of chips? Yeah, sure, Thank sure, bro. You. you want a you want a uh, what do they call monster energy drinks? A cold pop. <laughs> you want a cold pop? Yeah, I want a cold pop. Some ice cold pop, and he reaches down through the floor <gasps> to a rack of drinks that's hanging Whoa, out in the open ice. So cool. And, and he pulls one out and it's a tall boy can. So oh. it's almost as tall as Billy. So I have to hold it with both hands. So I put yeah. the chips in my pouch. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> of course. I say, I'm going to go back to my friends for now and let them know what I've learned. Get. And then you hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, hello. Hello. Hi, what's up? They're like, hey, we just wanted to make sure Billy was okay. You he's, okay, Billy? He's talking to you through the, the hatch in the back. Uh-huh. And I've, I've climbed up on the can. I'm trying to open it. <laughs> climbed up on the can. Nice. <laughs> trying to rip it open with yeah. both hands. Ving's got his head at the driver, the passenger side window. He oh. went outside and went around. Get in. And he opens the door and it's like... <laughs> Get in here. Have you ever been in the north before? 
<laughs> have I ever been in the north? Look I, at I'm wearing no shirt. I that, took my shirt off to show you how much I'm in the north. That makes me think you haven't been in the north <laughs> and, before. And Tuck is like, I also don't have a shirt on. Oh and he's God. he's talking through the little hatch in the back of the thing. And then he his just beard sticking he, up under. He, and then he moves his body and then <laughs> presses show. a nipple against it. No shirt. Oh my Look, God. Nothing. Just this kimono and my loin guard. And then he put he pulls up and presses oh, it. Oh man, come on. Get that thing out of my window. It's a loin guard. Okay. Yeah. The little Billy explained the situation to me. Where are you oh. headed? Sheer City. Perfect. Everything's good. Close it. Get in the truck. Close a fucking door. I'm in. No, what, don't, what's all these tapes for? Why'd what? you come up here? I just, I mean, what's going on here? What? It's their self-help tapes. I'm working on myself. We were concerned about our kid. That's why we came here. You're in the back and I just saw your dick and balls. Hey, no, it's a loin guard. I didn't show you underneath. Well, I saw a lot of the outline, okay? It's just, I'm working on myself, okay? Good for you. Me and my girl, we got a pretty up and down kind of thing. And, you know, I'm not going to say that she's blameless in this, but I need to work on myself. And these tapes are really helping me. Uh, I call them tapes because I had to tape the tops of the bottles <laughs> shut. Uh, so they don't leak out so I can listen to them <laughs> more often. Well, if you ever want to talk, you let me know. Yeah, Ving is a registered counselor. I don't know you at all. I just learned. That's perfect. I'm impartial. That's all you want, man. Yeah. Oh, fuck. You're right. Okay. We'll be in the back. Thanks. Thanks for driving. Trevor. Driver? Thanks, Tre- driver. Trevor. <laughs> Trevor. My last name's Driver. <laughs> Trevor Driver. <laughs> but it's, you know, my whole family, my, my dad was a driver, my mom was a driver, and my brother's sister's drivers. Your last name is Driver. Yeah. Ah. I knew a, a halfling back in um, the Great Forest who was a traveler. Uh-huh. Um, was, he was a driver. Uh-huh. We, his name was Mini Driver. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can, wow. I can what tell a circuitous route. I can, tell, I can tell by the way you were playing fast and like, I knew a halfling in the Great Forest. I was like, well, I know he knows they don't live there. Yeah. <laughs> He's setting something up. Damn it. Uh, uh, you related driver. to Mini Driver? Yeah, that's my... Uh, uncle through marriage do you know a guy named adam <laughs> don't you fucking say that name <laughs> <laughs> don't you fucking die adam tried to steal my fucking girl from me whoa adam <laughs> hands off uh, yeah right that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> we have an exclusive thing going on and adam was like i'm tall and i have a oddly wide torso <laughs> and i've been in some pretty good movies and some pretty bad ones adam sounds like a cousin i had well, yeah. not my cousin, but just a cousin. What? What? <laughs> Adam sounds like a cousin I had one time, but not my cousin. Just a cousin. Just cousin. <laughs> <laughs> this is Billy trying to relate. He's like, yeah, I have family. Yeah, what's a, what about Adam? Oh, he was going after another dude's girl, mm. and they had a big fight in the pig pen. Uh-huh. Adam lost. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! You don't talk about it. <laughs> you don't want to lose a fight in a pig pen. He lost <laughs> no. more than his pride that day. Oh yeah, lost his face and head and dick and balls. Billy just heard that order. Yeah, yes. face first, then head, then dick, then balls, <laughs> and then and then you hear. <laughs> <laughs> and you look over and Tuck has like one of the bags of chips and he's eating it in the <laughs> Hey, did you get that out of the crate? No, I got it from in here. Oh, you got long arms, bro. Yeah, dude, I'm pretty big. You haven't seen the whole of me yet. <laughs> it's gonna be impressive. It will be surprising. <laughs> yeah. And just to give you a heads up, I am in a bulk face. So <laughs> I love the idea that Tuck has to caution somebody who hasn't seen his full scale. <laughs> I'm really big. So don't freak out when you see me. You can't freak out, okay? It's yeah, just, just <laughs> you've just seen my face. I am monstrously huge. <laughs> uh okay. So I'm going to drive now. Is that okay with everybody? That's great. That's cool. We're going to hang out here. <laughs> we like you. Oh my God. All right, fine. <laughs> but nobody talked during my tapes, okay? Okay. 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 Yeah. And he reaches over and he peels back the tape on one of them and he pops it. It's like, welcome back to loving the you you love to you. 
you can't really edit what goes into a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Sean's never listened to a self-help tape. <laughs> it's all one take. You can't edit. You have to like put your hand yeah. over the bottle oh and God. keep... Oh man, that's why good songs are so oh, well yeah. traded because yeah. they're like that was an amazing take. Yeah. They didn't they fuck it up at all. Yeah. yeah, everything was in key. And he, yeah, he, he starts heading down the road. I'd say this this is an opportunity to learn things either about the state of the North or the world, really, because he's a tracker. He's probably heard some stuff about what's going on all over the place, uh, or to learn things about the environment, which is my way of saying. If you want to spout lore or discern realities, now is the time. Hey, what have you learned about... What why, What are these posters for? Have you heard anything about this? Look at this. I have one of my wanted posters. But he's still in disguise. <laughs> oh, right. You know what? Now that I'm looking at this poster, the general shape of your face is very similar to the shape of this guy's this face. This is me. Oh, fuck. What? <laughs> what do you mean? This is me. What do you mean? I don't know. I'm wanted. What do you mean? <laughs> Where have you seen these? Roll a 2d6 plus charisma. <gasps> oh, God. Billy, Billy stopped mid-pop. Like. Yeah, and Tuck stopped mid-crunch. <laughs> Ten. Holy shit. Ooh. Good job. He reaches into his shirt and pulls out a little vial of cinnamon on a chain. And he goes, you're lucky you have shared this information with me, a cinnamon bro. <laughs> uh-huh. Destroy that poster if you know it's good for you. He eats it. <laughs> Slow, so slowly, bites, little bites. Yeah. I'm gonna need some water. I'm gonna need some water. I, I, just, no. I just Billy. ate a poster 20 minutes ago. Oh my God. Billy lifts up his pot to you. Oh, thank you so much, Billy. You drink it, and it tastes like it tastes like a poultice. Smells. It's oh. like medicinal in its strength. Oh my God, this is like a Virgin Jägermeister. I love this. <laughs> so it's. Red Bull? Yeah, so <laughs> Billy pops up in the in the little face hole now and his pupils are just huge. <laughs> oh god, dude. Billy, you tell me you haven't been drinking this stuff. Oh, I had half. <laughs> Billy, that's a big half. I can see all the way to the forest. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, Trev, what sort of things do you find across the roads? <laughs> What do you want to know what of sort tomorrow? Of dangers have you <laughs> encountered? Yeah, Spellar 2d6 plus intelligence. Seven. Okay. So he looks at the poster again as Ving is finishing eating it very slowly. I have a stack of these things. <laughs> I gotta eat all of them. You can destroy posters in other ways, dude. Name one, Doc. <laughs> no, this is this. He's right. This is the safest way to destroy a poster. G give me one of those. <laughs> he starts challenging. Cinnamon Bros. Cinnamon Bros. And then Tuck doesn't want to be left out, so he reaches in and grabs one too. Yeah, here. And he hands a couple back to Billy. Give those to the other ones back there. No problem. We all have to eat them. <laughs> Feed them to the dogs. Yeah, he just drops them behind him, and he's his eyes are straight. <laughs> a little, a little, askew. a little too askew. <laughs> the east and west meet. <laughs> so what he knows is. Um, Things are getting pretty pretty rough out there. It's a shame, but from what I've heard, war is coming to the principalities. What? Yeah. Things are getting pretty bad. I'm sure you know, like, the weather's been all over the place. There's been strange occurrences kind of across the lands. Whoa. No, we didn't, wow. we didn't know anything about that. <laughs> Even this, this storm, and he points up, this is, uh, I mean, you know, it's the north, but this is unseasonable in terms of its power, and I've been hearing that there's been uh, destruction in the smaller communities of the north, storms sweeping through, great shadows in the skies, and uh, whatever's been going on in the principalities, one of the princeps has taken this opportunity to uh, make a move on a neighboring territory. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Yeah, so things are getting pretty dicey up here, too, so uh, the northern forces have really locked down on people. And, you know, a lot more checkpoints than usual. And uh, these, and he shoves another poster in his mouth. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if this was related to it in some way. Oh, God, what stock is that? They're laminated. <laughs> oh, I can tell. It's oh, not, not going down easy, bro. We're going to have terrible shits later. We're not going to have any shits later. <laughs> so, you know, it's a good thing you're in disguise, but, you know, I'd keep your head down. Do you know anything? Why? Who's who's putting these posters? No, no, no. I mean, nothing. Why? Why is it unusual? 
like I assume you did something. Um, you can tell me I'm not a cop. I'm. Wait a second. I'm not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I trust you, but I'm just gonna keep this one a little close to the chest for now, if you don't mind. Okay. Yeah. No worries. Let's say I need to work on myself a bit before I talk to you about this. He nods sagely. I wonder if there's uh, there's also because like they're gearing up for war in the principalities, like production of like military equipment and old shear has like kicked up. Oh yeah, probably. I think so. They're getting a lot of orders in. Yeah. So maybe that's another thing. Uh, Trevor says he's like, yeah, I'm going to drop off a bunch of um, food in old shear, but I'm picking up a shipment of, uh, of weapons and armor, taking them back down South. Really? Yeah. War is mechanizing again. Yeah. I mean, that is the old shear way. Whenever there's conflict, shear city is there to make a buck, you know? So it's bloated in population right now too. There's people coming in. Yeah. A lot of workers coming up, a lot of travel on the ice roads. That's kind of good for us. Then they'll be less likely to find us if there's a ton of people going in and out. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Can I spell lore about something? Yeah, everybody can. So what is it plus? Intelligence. You know that. It's negative one. I got a seven. <laughs> okay. So what, do, what, is, what does Tuck ask? Uh, has any, do you know of anyone or have you, because you've been like on the road this whole time, right? Yeah. You ever seen any like huge birds that cause thunder or lightning or whatever around? I mean, do you mean Thunderbirds? I do mean Thunderbirds. They are a thing that people know about existing, <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> you know of Thunderbirds. Yeah. Giant birds are hard to miss. <laughs> but I saw, I saw, and he gets really conspiratorial. He hunches down. So one night, I was driving the ice road. These things pretty much drive themselves, I'm guessing. Oh, do they? <laughs> and he crosses his arms in front of his oh, chest, yeah. and the wheel starts to turn. <laughs> and then the oh, whole 18-wheeler yeah? kind of structure of it starts listing to the side. No, it's okay, everybody. Don't worry. These things drive themselves. <laughs> I just, you keep taking your eyes off. You're, you're crouching down, telling us a story, not I, watching. That's a great point. Seems to be doing. <laughs> you seem to be doing a lot that I can't see. You're a great driver. Driver. Thank you. And he puts his hand on the wheel and immediately writes the truck. Yeah. I've been doing this for a long time, bro. Oh, almost four months. <laughs> <laughs> and that is after three months of having my license revoked. So I'm doing pretty good. Are you an owner operator? Uh, yeah. This is my. He slaps the side of his chair. This is my baby right here. That's awesome, Yeah, dude. man. I am 100% freelance, baby. That's sick. Ooh. You know what that means? No taxes. <laughs> That's... What? <laughs> 100% profit, baby. That's not what that means. 100% profit. Anyways, and he hunches down and gets really conspiratorial. One night, driving the ice roads, I was trekking halfway between the rosin yields and the white wastes. The clouds grew dark or it was nighttime. So it was already dark, but I could tell the clouds were even darker than that. <laughs> All of a sudden, as if from nowhere, lightning right above me, Whoa. a peal of thunder and descending through the cloud cover, a massive bone white thunderbird. Sick. The biggest bird I've ever seen in my fucking life bro thing had to be a really big bird (laughs) (laughs) and and just as i was i swear to i swear to god just as i was looking at it it looked at me and it winked and then it went back up into the clouds and it was gone sounds like cloud piercer he he loved to perform yeah (laughs) i was really slamming energy drinks at the time though though so that might have been an embellishment on my brain's part. Did you notice any stones upon its brow? Yeah, it was dark, so I couldn't see the color of his gem. All I saw was the reflections of a th- the lightning. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really intense story. It was fucking badass. And Tuck pops a uh, boner. Boner. <laughs> You hear it smack against the, the, the wall of the, the whole truck tips a little bit. But then, but then at, like, he kind of has been, like, opening the top of a bottle slowly, so music is slowly creeping in. Uh-huh. And then when he says it was fucking badass, he opens it all the way, and it goes, give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Wow! 
and he just starts <laughs> slamming his head up and down. <laughs> Hold on, fuckers. Yeah, the shot shifts to outside as he shifts gears or whatever. Uh-huh. It, and when he shifts gears, it puts down different skis. Oh, cool. Yeah. And that is how you pass the night on that first day. Is cool. him telling you about war, telling you about the giant Thunderbird he saw. We tell him stories, too. Yeah, what do you got? This one time, Tuck got beat up by a woman. Uh-huh. In a cave. Uh-huh. Yeah, this lady beat him up, got him real good. <laughs> yeah. And then I think you you got some good shots in there, pal. What what situation are you talking about? Once I was a whale. You <laughs> drank way too many. Everybody's just slammed monsters. on these energy drinks. Billy's now all pupil. His eyes are completely black. <laughs> he's not even like there. Yeah. Like mentally he's like, He's astrally projecting. He's, <laughs> he's in like fairy realm. <laughs> he drank so many energy drinks he crossed over. Yeah. He's shadow dancing right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Tuck tells him a story about the Battle of Land Springs. Cool. Yeah. I tell him about that. Cool. Uh, but I don't say it's us. I say I heard about these three guys that did, like, did, I guess I'm trying to, like, expand. <laughs> Ever since Pharaoh was like, people are telling the tales of you guys. I've I've been, like, kind of, like, putting it in there. Uh, classic bard. Yeah. And then I get to the part, and it's like, and then as they put the saffron rope around him, he burst into flame and it turns out he was the demon of zealotry the whole time what the fuck i know right we couldn't believe it either i mean they couldn't believe it either (laughs) 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 and tuck's pupils are huge Uh but so you're telling me the fucking torch mccall was the demon of zealotry and that's why he's been alive for so long it's why he was and people kept telling stories about him and i heard that he was responsible for the wind war kind of or in it or something what what that doesn't really shut the fuck up dude and just listen to what i'm saying it's cool i'm saying the timeline doesn't really match and then tuck lifts the the a cap on another bottle and he drowns out he uses music to drown out (laughs) him questioning the timeline uh i think paul you haven't uh irving hasn't rolled uh discern realities or spell lore if you got the urge uh, yeah, I wanted to know about the army that his dad has been gathering. What have you heard of the building mm. of the army? Has, has Nathaniel been building an army? Yeah, too? he's getting garrisons and soldiers from all over the north. He's making Is like he? a disparate. When did this come, where did this come from? I don't know. I made a note. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll. I'm not a hundred percent sure. 11. 11. Holy shit. Maybe it's not an- a full army yet? <laughs> yeah. No, what? he's like building his followers. He's getting, mm. he's gathering his followers. Yeah, totally. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, like, as far as I know, I haven't seen much. I haven't dealt with rangers much. Most people don't. Those guys kind of stick to their forest, but I do know that a lot of trekkers, look, okay, there have been a couple that have gone missing. I'm going to be straight up with you. Truckers have been going missing? Yeah, like whole treks just, whoop, gone. It's part of the reason the road's so dangerous these days. Like they find their wreckage or gone without its without a trace. They leave one stop and they never arrive at the next one. Hmm. And I don't know what's the deal there, but it's something's happening. There's something going on in the woods. I don't know. There's some. They're getting pissy. So people going tra- who have to travel near the woods are going missing. That seems to be the situation. Huh. Well, I hope you stay safe. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate it. And then he pops a bottle, and it's I Will Always Love You by Dolly Parton. <laughs> How does that go? <laughs> it was like one of the shitty takes of... Yeah. <laughs> the I part goes on for way <laughs> too long. <laughs> but okay, so interesting and useful. So maybe he tells you like exactly where? There's been a certain site where a bunch of them have been going missing. People yeah. have, ice trekkers have... The union of ice trekkers has said they're no longer taking that route. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's a route that's like closed. Yeah. yeah. Smart. I like that. And it is near a region of the forest that Ving is familiar with called. <laughs> oh, my God. My brain said Bone City. <laughs> Bone City it is. I mean, it's like, uh, it's like all dead trees and yeah. like former. It's a burned out forest yeah. that the whole thing just looks like skeletons. Oh, yeah. I like it. Bone City. <laughs> it's actually called Bone City. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Bone City is not the word that I know for it. I just know 
Uh, it has. No, I call it Bone City. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the kind of guy that would love calling a thing Bone City. <laughs> yeah, this is part of the forest. I call it Bone City because it looks like a bunch of bones. <laughs> um, and yeah, they close that whole route down. Mm. Dunzo. Hmm. Don't know why, but if I had to guess as an amateur author myself. <laughs> an Imagineer. Maybe there's like something out there they're like looking for and they don't want people fucking around in there. How far is Bone City from Old Shear or from Shear City? From Shear City? Uh, three days. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Two and a half days. No, three. Uh, it depends on how many drinks I had. <laughs> more drinks means faster because I get more reckless. <laughs> and if I'm listening to Freebird, it's two days. Because I'm free. That's free falling. Free, free <laughs> Uh, yeah. So that's pretty much you know the situation huh. that I know about that. Those guys scare me. Do you know anybody who's gone missing personally? Not personally, but like a friend of a friend's brother's friend did go missing. Oh no. Yeah, it's pretty sh- pretty shit, but he's well, he was like a union guy, so his family got taken care of. Oh, there's a union? Yeah, truckers union. Oh, cool. Oh, good for you. No, fuck them. What the fuck, oh. dude? Oh, right, cuz want... he's freelance. I'm freelance, baby. I'm not paying fucking dues. So you're Do you think the union dues are the taxes? Yeah, man, they're not taking my taxes. Okay. You <laughs> don't know what taxes are then. <laughs> Nobody knows what taxes are, man. <laughs> it's just a thing that the government like does to you, bro. What government? The truckers union. Are you not listening? Okay. <laughs> this guy is working. He's operating so illegally. He's not even aware. <laughs> he's outside the line. <laughs> how broke, how criminal he is. I'm freelance, baby. All the way. The union, they kick me out and that's on them and they don't get my taxes anymore. I get my taxes and I pay them to the good old country of us and me. (laughs) Us and you? No, me, just me. (laughs) Maybe he's also like the union can't tell me where to go. So he's going to be taking a delivery there. Ooh, I'm going back through Bone City. Because they can't stop Because he can make mega bucks doing yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. Take a short contract, mm-hmm. jam through Bone City. And then you could take like six months off, be with your lady. Oh, that's the dream, bro. Yeah. Really work things out. Really yeah. work things out. Or break up with her finally. Well, we'll see. Depends on how much I get through these tapes. <laughs> Does your lady have like a sister or something? I don't know, man. <laughs> I literally don't know. <laughs> It's never come up once. You need to ask more questions, my man. Yeah, you probably do. That's what tape three is about, asking more questions. Uh, And I'd say like on the morning of that second day, um, is everybody just kind of chilling in the cab or do you go in the back or what? Billy's in the back with Maggie and Perel Mm -hmm. now that he's like back to normal. (laughs) And he's telling them like, I need to stay away from those pops. (laughs) That was something else. I went very far away. What? Yeah, you definitely shouldn't have those drinks anymore, Billy. I'm going to keep an eye on you. And you guys are hanging out with Trevor. Are you in the back? Uh, we go to the back. Okay, awesome. perfect. Vega's crashing hard. <laughs> okay, great. From all those drinks, so. Tuck is trying to stay awake, though. Oh, yeah, Because okay. he doesn't want to dream. <laughs> right, yeah, that oh, yeah. makes sense. No, so Tuck's a little off right now. Yeah, just in general. Uh-huh. Because uh, on the morning of the second day... I think, well, Tuck, you would notice because you're trying to stay awake. Mm -hmm. You feel the truck start to rumble as it slows down. Oh. And um, he climbs out the back and around to like look at what's going on. You So you get out of the truck. No, just like I don't get out. I Uh, I hang out the back. uh, Yeah, you hang out the back and you immediately see a group of people in those cop uniforms. Okay. And Some officers, <laughs> <laughs> I duck back in. Oh no! <laughs> Give me a defy danger dexterity. Oh, okay. Man. I wish there was a peephole. <laughs> oh, two <laughs> ones! <Jesus> Christ. <laughs> okay. I got two ones, and my dex is oh no zero. Okay. So two two. So can I do anything about it? Uh, I mean. You can maybe do something about what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> Open the thing. There they are. <laughs> uh, yeah, you hear Trev like leaning out his window talking to one of these guards. Did they see him? They saw Tuck for sure. Uh, yeah, these two snake eyes, me and their snake eyes, saw these snake eyes. So you hear, I mean, 
I, I thought maybe this would be a tense little substrifuge thing. Sorry. But you know, this no, is perfect. You great. do hear them go, hey! And then a cup, like three guards start running over to you. Um, I would like to use create convincing illusion. I have two fairy childs left. I create a convincing illusion that uh, the back of this is empty. Fully empty? Not fully empty, but like just the dogs. Just the <laughs> dogs. Like a bag of beans that looks like a man Absolutely. so that they'll be like oh it was that bag of beans that looks like duck. <laughs> that's a great idea thing <laughs> that so, bag of beans ducked out of there and shut I mean, the door uh, oh, these beans are flopping around all over the place in the back of my lorry uh, uh get in tight everyone okay make us into look like a big old bag of beans <laughs> everybody lies down on tuck like and yeah. then he hugs all of the uh-huh <laughs> and uh the guards come around and they like skid to a halt and look in the back and they look very confused and they go I could have I could have sworn this was there was a person back here but he looked at me yeah dude that's a bag of beans <laughs> and Trevor comes around the other side and he says yeah so like I was telling you guys I'm just going up to uh, Shear City Holland and he comes around and sees the back a big bag of beans <laughs> and other things so I guess that's it. Oh, yeah, I get uh, <clears throat> All right, fine. And they go back around to the front of the truck to continue their conversation about getting through. They ask him for his union card. Oh, they ask him for his union oh, card. No. Uh, I don't have one because the union is a bunch of uh, jackbooted thugs that are trying to take my taxes away from me to pay for their <laughs> duties. It's not happening. Uh, and it's about 20 minutes of him ranting about the union. <laughs> And then he comes around back and looks very confusedly at the bag of beans and then closes the back of his truck. <laughs> <laughs> and all the dogs get out because the winds died down and he okay. hooks the dogs up and then the truck jolts forward as it starts to move. Oh, fuck. Good move, Billy. What Thanks. The- Maybe <laughs> don't fucking hang your head out in the back again. Language. Sorry. Billy, Holy Jesus. Mackerel. Sorry. We're all a little scared right now, but can we all just please stop fucking yelling? I have such a headache. Sorry, thing. We gotta stop drinking these energy drinks, guys. It's tearing us apart. We need water. <laughs> water. We should have brought more water. Yeah, we're us. all so cranky. Yeah, we gotta stop drinking these energy drinks. <laughs> this is the last one. This is the last one, I swear to God. Can we go up to the front? Uh, Tuck can't because he'd have to cram himself right. through without being spotted. Uh-huh. Uh, but Trevor's like, Yo, man, that was what the fuck? Where'd that big bag of beans come from? Yeah, I wonder where. <laughs> now you can tell me I'm a cinnamon bro. Right, cinnamon bro. You're cinnamon right. Bros. You got our back. I got some moves. You know, I I can do some things like like if I'm really scared, I can like hide or I can make light sometimes if it's dark. I make a little like wicker the wisp yeah um whoa <laughs> yeah fucking word so you're like a little arcanic you're like a little arcanic guy you got little gadgets and gizmos on you no more like a fairy scream <laughs> <laughs> he just goes uh tight and he looks forward what's going on with you trevor. your demeanor has changed trevor i'm but i'm Trevor. I'm af- I'm afraid. Why are you afraid? We're cinnamon bros. I know, but I'm afraid of fairies. Why are you afraid of us? All of the stories I've heard as a little boy. Oh my god, fairies do that so to like on purpose to make people afraid. We don't actually You have to convince me somehow. Okay. So I'm, I'm too con- afraid now. I'm gonna roll two D six plus charisma I'm, to convince all of my tapes have taught me to express my emotions so i'm feeling fear right now i'm feeling in danger and i'm feeling uh like i'm about to pee my little pants a 10 oh okay i just do nice stuff and i'm like making like a little will of the wisps and i turned some of like the chip bag into like a bit of a bigger chip bag a bigger chip bag <laughs> um and i picked up a handful of dust and crumbs and i made them into like a one big chip <laughs> You know, just normal, nice stuff. <laughs> just normal stuff. Delicious so, chip-based magic. So this is like half an hour of you doing like little tricks and stuff for, yeah. for Trev? I'm pretty harmless. You know, maybe once long, long, long ago, I was a bit scarier, but now I'm pretty nice. And I'm really only scary if you hurt me, um, which 
because we're cinnamon bros i know you won't i would never hurt a cinnamon bro it is against the, the sworn vow that i've taken absolutely it is <laughs> but for a non-union guy who's really into this guild of cinnamon yeah. bros Oleg told me not to swear a vow, but I swore it anyways, and now I'm a cinnamon bro for life. It's really good, though, Trevor, to know what your emotions are and to, like, say them. My emotions are that I am fearful, but I am hopeful, and that I am choosing to trust my cinnamon bro for now, despite the fact that he says he is a fairy, which is confusing to me because it does not align with what I understand about fairies, because he looks like a little guy but isn't all the work you've been doing and trying to change your understanding of what you believe before like this is what you've been doing right it's changing your understandings of things and this is moving towards making you a bigger better person son of a bitch being you're absolutely right i am trying to change who i am about myself uh understand <laughs> open hands him another can thank you so much i'm starting to flag uh and he he just he reaches over while not taking his eyes off the road and puts a hand on Billy's shoulder, goes, thank you for helping me overcome temporarily my prejudices against the fairies and my fear of them. I feel like I've made a real bro today in addition to a cinnamon bro. Oh, yeah, man. We're bros for life. Bros for life. I'll prove to you. You got nothing to fear, Trev. Fist bump. Pap. And you continue on down the ice road. Ving, you're sitting in the cab looking out the window as you pass a, a copse of trees. You're outside the great forest now, but there's still tree cover here and there. And as the, the sun glitters off the snow and ice hanging from the branches, your reflexes for just a moment catch movement in the air. And then just below the window, slamming into the wood, an arrow. Whoa. And that's where we're going to end it this week. Fuck. Whoa. <laughs> I'm your game sick. master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian, Abdul Aziz. So long. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Take care. Playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Bye, everyone. Thank you to Aaron Reed of Vancouver Sunday Service for our intro and outro music. You can find all the music performed on the show at SoundCloud. And you can find Aaron's album at aaronreed.bandcamp.com. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters around the world for supporting the show. If you want to support the show and get access to bonus audio content, outtakes, art, and a whole bunch more, you can find us at patreon.com slash speltlore or speltlore.com slash money, please. We'll see you next time. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3, who tried the best they can. Though dumb and scared and lost they be, for time's abreast in revelry. Week to 